0: Unlike designing women, they're smart and they only have like 10 quality episodes like mm-hmm. per season. My girl, my buddy, my friend Just need to know The friendship
1: won't end My buddy, my buddy And welcome the girls who came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners, Aaron and Leslie, watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie.
0: And I am Aaron. What's up? Hey. Oh, I am still kind of low energy. That's all right. Aww, <laughs> It'll come back up. No, no, no. Like in my voice, you know how before we're talking, I was like, man, I sound kind of like Dopey Face. And I didn't have it for like <laughs> the <laughs> I am Aaron, even. Sorry. How are you doing, Leslie?
1: I'm okay. How are you?
0: I'm doing fine. You know, I just noticed, um, as we started recording, I've
1: got chocolate
0: everywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, it's a good problem to have, I guess. Like,
0: no, like I had like a little piece of, cho- like a little smudge of chocolate on my leg. And a oh, little, it's like, all dot, over you. I thought like, like, you just like, meant, like
1: surrounding <laughs> you, like ready to like, be eaten. Am I, well, <laughs>
0: am I like an actual child? <laughs> what is that like I, I almost said i almost broke our 10 seconds of silence to pick like, leslie there's chocolate <laughs> everywhere <laughs> and i remembered i wasn't supposed to talk because i saw like a, a stripe on my leg and i was like oh i think it's because i broke like my it's, it's like an 85 percent chocolate like i broke the bar as you do and then they're also like little they're all, always little shards you know mm-hmm. and then like some got like on my duvet <laughs> i mean they're just oh, like no I know. What am I doing? I know I'm a mess. It's something on my legs, one of on my thumb. I've washed my hands, and since I ate chocolate this morning, but well, anyway, that's what we got yep. going on today. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do we? How? It's how holidays. are you? What? Yeah. Some holidays. <laughs> Thank talk you. about. Reign me in. Um. <laughs> so sh- really. Today is National Pet Parents Day. I actually kind of want to send you this picture of this like that they have on the website. Oh no. Oh, I hit a button. Um, oh no. It, but it's cuz it's like it's these two p- people with like a really fluffy dog in between them. So it's like National
1: Pet Parents Day. I want um, pet parents.
0: We are you say we're both pet parents? Yes. Yeah, we are. Yeah, you've got your you got your kitties. Yeah, I've got my cat and dog. Mm -hmm. We should, I don't know, maybe post a cute picture of them or something on the show
1: notes. I celebrated. We actually had a tape late because one of mine was throwing up. She's fine. (laughs) She's a hairball. (laughs) You started that sentence as I celebrated. (laughs) Yeah, because I sat down on the floor with her like, are you okay? That is so cute. Is this going to be okay? And that then she so just cute. like she let me pet her, but she's ignoring me. And then she's like, "Screw you!" And goes and starts eating again. And I'm like, but "Whatever, hoe." But you I'm just threw go up. Eat. <laughs> like,
0: you nope. no, have to replenish that. That was mood. the past. Yeah, but she's I just got threw yeah. up. <laughs> she's a survivor. She, she knows she may need that energy later. Yeah, that's so cute. That's why. Uh, that's why Haven obnoxiously tries to headbutt people. Like whenever you would try to squat by our TV in order to change like, connections, and he would, like, go for your butt and stuff, Mm -hmm. um, he always, like, I bonded with him when I adopted him, uh, my dog was about, she's, she was four when I adopted my cat, and... Partially because he picked me and that's a whole long story, partially because this dog was like losing her mind when I had I had four jobs and was a student at the time and like so I would be home, but like I kept leaving and I would like take care of her and she was fine and stuff. But she would lose her mind when she was like home, like being left home alone all the time. She would rip up anything remotely paper that she could find. One day I came home and I think she'd found like a paper towel roll had fallen off of the counter mm-hmm. or something and it was completely demolished and all around the apartment. It was hilarious. She was so happy to see me and like rolling around in the shreds of paper towel, so got this cat uh, and helped. It actually helped calm her down because she wasn't home alone and that was great. But um, uh, he was aggressive when I got him and but liked me. So part of like our bonding was every day that I when I first brought him home and like every day when I got home, I would like just sit with him on the floor uh and like kind of play with him. i mean he was an adult cow he was like two years old at the time or so so he wasn't like a kitten but play with him and like you know kind of bond and and um and sit with each other and stuff and i do it before i go to bed too like he would come and like lay on me and now that's like ha- why he's so affectionate and like gets on people when they're on the floor he's like yes you're here to be with me
1: it's <laughs> awesome why you the floor.
0: yeah yeah see like it's horrible doing yoga and stuff <laughs> you just get like right in your face um, yeah which I think I just kind of blame myself for since I got on the floor with them so we've got our animals and it's also there's not really anything like fun to talk about with the on the from the website it's just that it was started by um. where oh <laughs> history founded by veterinary pet insurance in 2007 that's it. Yeah, okay. so that's that. The uh f- the other one is National Zipper Day because I appreciate that it's being called out cuz like we all use zippers pretty regularly. Yeah. You know, on like pants particularly, uh jackets, all that stuff. Uh so I wanted to read some of the history about it. It's so funny. It was first in 1851 that Elias How <laughs> <Howe laughs> probably. I almost said How. <laughs> <laughs> Elias Howe Elias How? uh h-o-w-e you know um the inventor of the sewing machine received a patent for an quote automatic continuous clothing closure that's a lot um Howe never made an attempt to market his invention and missed the recognition he may have received so that was in 1851 damn 42 years later whitcomb judson man people used to have names elias and whitcomb (laughs) um (laughs) began selling the clasp locker can you hear the quotes around it uh being very similar to elias house uh patent this device served as a more complicated hook and eye shoe oh shoe fastener man Shoe this is fastener. this is damn fascinating I'm gonna keep going judson started the universal fastener company where he manufactured his new device and debuted it at the chicago world's fair in 1893 but he was met with little success because judson put his invention before the public for sale he earned credit as its creator in 1906 oh here's another one <laughs> Gideon Sundback, a Swedish-American oh, wow. electric engineer, was hired to f- to work Universal. Oh, left a word out. To hired work at Universal Fastener Company. Excuse me. He was highly skilled and known for his devotion to the company. In 1913, his devotion to fasteners. I love that. In 1913, <laughs> he invented the modern zipper. The patent for the separa- separable fastener. Was issued in 1917. By 1923. B.F. Goodrich popularized the word zipper. As it applies to use. In the boots. And pouches it made. The company even copyrighted the name for a time. Wow. That was a lot of like history.
1: That was a lot.
0: Behind a zipper. Oh man. Alright. So uh yeah, all these people with these names, they kind of kind of work together. Oh, it's interesting it was shoes first. I wonder if it was like a side. You know how like you have boots? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And you had like a you have like a side zip. Oh, that's I love a good boot zip. Um because <laughs> I hate I'm t- I hate tying shoes. It drives me nuts. It's a lot of work. <sighs> it's, it's just too much be, work. Yeah. so look, a lot of things in life. Inconvenient showers, uh, t- t- shoelaces <sighs> I don't know what else. <laughs> but those <laughs> so two things. things. Yeah.
1: But you so do those, those things are, a lot. So even I though it's know. only two things, like they're they're done quite regularly.
0: Oh man, takes out seconds and minutes of my day. I know. <laughs> I need that time for flopping. Um oh, flopping. Did you have a sugar baker moment?
1: I do I have uh, a small moment And then a big shout out Aww. So
0: small,
1: moment. small we moments Small moments are Alamo the most precious house. What?
0: Small moments are the most precious <laughs> Precious <laughs> moments
1: <laughs> Horrible sorry Alamo Drafthouse So talking. yeah we got an Alamo draft House. Drafthouse uh, mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome it's a hipster nerd's dream And call love me it. what you will but I love that You're um, all that It's uh, It's They like wait on you like, there's what? no concession stand. Like, there are waiters and waitresses oh, and wait I really, and wait I
0: staff. don't think I'll have enough time the next time I visit, but I would love to go at some point it's, just to see it.
1: Like, what is this yeah, place? What really if there's impressive. one
0: here? Because it's like a chain that started in Texas and is mm-hmm. there's They've around, got,
1: like, I don't know, like maybe 20 of them. Wow. There's a list on their website. Wow. But yeah, it's really cool. And they have ours, I think, is the first one to have a what they call Video Vortex. That's so like cool. a rental store. It's like a blockbuster. Oh, man. They're like their collection is really impressive. They have a lot <laughs> of stuff. So yeah. they rent DVDs, Blu-rays and VHS. And if you do not have a VCR, they will loan you one. Shut up. I missed yeah. that part. That's and they really cool. Don't charge fees like the, there's no membership fee and there's it's no membership. rental fee. Yeah. It's just late fees. Like if you don't return it within a week, then they charge you late fees. But yeah, wow. it's um it's pretty awesome. And they have a full like a bar and like a lounge. It's like a bar lounge rental area when you first go in and then you go to the theater. So you can just go have a beer. They have you can bring your own board games. They also have board what? games you can borrow while you're there. Wow. They sell board. They games. They have really <laughs> figured
0: out what they sell. Board. They have. Yeah. They have out... like in
1: their merch section. They have a little like few shelves with board games on them. They are so smart. They have yeah. figured
0: out how to rope in, and there are so many hipstery people loving stuff like this. In in uh... is it in Raleigh or is it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's in the Longview Shopping Center. You know, the corner uh-huh. of King Charles and Newburn, past that Valero. Uh, oh, I knew it was going
0: to be. Ne- oh wait, they. are they the
1: (laughs) yeah wait what what did i ask no it's just that area was there was never like there's no traffic there and now Mm -hmm. that that's there it's like weird because like i went on friday and when i got out it was like you know like five o'clock and so there was there used to be like no one there and now there's like eight million people there just weird
0: that is smart um were they the one that are, are the cinema that's also doing like actual
1: 35 milliliters? They, I think they have the capability <laughs> for that, yeah. Yeah. Because they do a lot of older stuff and like special events. So remember you were so, talking yeah, to have... me
0: about like a, a theater like starting to like, ooh, I'd like love to work there just as like a projectionist or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was, was it Alamo Draft House you were talking about? Yep. 'Cause I know you've been excited about them for a while, but like I don't always put together that this is the same place. <laughs> yeah, the same chain. I don't always I know. So it's oh, cool that man. we have
1: that. I rented a movie and watched yeah. it. Yeah. That was good. Wow. Um and then my shout out is I've been telling everybody about this dumb book. It's not dumb. It's I'm not dumb. You're shouting really it out. About it. Um it's called Into the Girl, Drowning Deep. I've been Mary geeking about Grant. everything huh? lately,
0: please. I said I've been geeking about everything lately, please. We want to hear about this. Sorry. Continue. It's into the it's drowning deep.
1: Yeah, into the drowning deep by Mira Grant um mm-hmm. and she writes horror under that pseudonym. Mm-hmm. And I haven't read any of her other stuff, but That's a
0: pseudonym? What's...
1: Yeah, well she her name I can't her name is spelled very Irish, so I don't know exactly how to say it. Oh. But she writes some under her actual name and then she writes her horror under Mira Grant. Oh. And um it's got Killer Mermaids, which is the best ever. Perfect. They're not like super hot you know big breasted women like no these things are amphibious they are brutal and it's amazing
0: amphibious mean they come on land too
1: um they can breathe air kind of (gasps) all right yeah and they um so it's a it's gonna be a series i think because this one is number one if you look it up Mm -hmm. on goodreads wait it says
0: that no Stop. Yeah, but I don't I have any that. idea when
1: there are going to be more. Um, but yeah, there's killer mermaids. Uh, there are queer characters. There's a character on the autism spectrum. There are two badass genius scientists who are deaf. So it's like Shut up. A lot, a lot of diversity yeah. um, in the best possible way. And are there any lesbians? Mm-hmm. Oh. <gasps> Yep, it's, it's got great. everything
0: it's this got everything. book had has everything
1: <laughs> and so the premise is that um, they sent this ship there's a it's kind of like it's called Imagine Entertainment it reminds me of Disney because um, like, they kind of like own everything mm-hmm. and they started doing these documentaries and like weird documentaries like, like ones on Loch Ness and like all this other stuff and so they Whoa. decided to do one on mermaids so they equipped this ship and they have their own like like, nerd blogger, video mm-hmm. blogger, whatever, person on it. Um, and they send them out in the deep, and they have no idea what they're in for. And, like, this footage has been released of these killer mermaids, and everybody thinks that it's fake. The people who really know what's going on know it's not fake and that they did not, like, enhance it at all. And so seven years later, they're going back because they found this ship that they had sent, and there was there were no people on it, but they recovered <gasps> the footage. And so the book is about seven years later, and so the the vlogger's sister is a scientist, and she like her whole thing is she wants to like avenge her sister's death or whatever. Ooh. And so it's her and like a ship full of people, and so it follows all these different people, and they go back and try to find out what really happened to the first ship. I want to
0: read it. It's called "Into the Drowning Deep." mm-hmm.'t Did you get it from the library?
1: I did. I got it from Wake County.
0: Oh, see? Shout out, Wake yeah. County. That's Public awesome. library. I wonder if they have it here. I have actually, the, I've been walking a different way to and fro to the work because it's a little bit more exciting and it seems to cut down time. I'm kind of walking through the neighborhood. It's nice. And um, I walk past the library that's near me when I do that. Oh, that's cool. It's cute. So maybe they have it and I can pick it up if I ever like read again. I've been just watching <laughs> TV and playing video games. <laughs>
1: There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So did you have a sugar baker moment? Did I? I feel like I've
0: done cool things over the past couple weeks, but I don't, I haven't done too much. I've been working a lot uh, and kind of drowning absolutely everybody in it's always sunny videos. That's been (laughs) like, I started randomly on one of my nights. On call, um, the rule is that I can definitely like watch things on call. I'm I'm allowed to do whatever when I'm not responding to emergencies. But I mean, my own rule is like often I will eat a burrito, but unless they Mm -hmm. have like a really good like meal that's like got like all these veggies and stuff. I love the spinach they do there and their baked potatoes. So I'll usually get like I have dinner because uh, I have free dinner when I'm working overnight and i like watch something so I've been watching like I was watching QI uh, with Stephen Fry on Hulu but they're about to delete it so I hate them um, uh-huh. I was re-watching they didn't have any of the new episodes either I'd seen everything but it's kind of a, a light thing and then I was thinking I don't know what made me think that my humor was drier and darker now than it was like uh, four or five five years ago we were living I remember we were living with our, our third roommate in the Taurus of Couches the last time that I was really watching it's always sunny and I did the same thing I did now where I wa- I g- consumed like three seasons really quickly and then I was like this is too dark I can't watch it anymore so I made it I know I made it like two season five but I don't think I made it that far um and so I restarted on a fr- and also because I've been watching AP bio so much and everyone's so amazing in it but then like I'm in love with like Glenn Howerton like a lot and so I was like let me revisit (laughs) <laughs> it's always sunny um and so I started watching and I have already on like season 10 as of today in two weeks I've just nice. been and I've been just like because I re I really appreciate how they're uh, what do I call it like they're a hundred the characters are are monsters a hundred percent of the time the mm-hmm. actors themselves are adorable a hundred the a hundred percent of the time and if you're lucky the mo- the like characters are adorable monsters like two percent of the time which when you appreciate like really how cute the actors are it seems like it's more but then they'll do something completely horrible and you're like oh yeah right okay Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i've been just driving everyone nuts because i put on instagram like all these videos i'm saving there's one of them singing um boys to men motown philly
1: yeah, uh, that I took last
0: night, and uh, like I took like it's at the beginning and the end of the episode, and so and it's just they're so cute when they sing, uh, and I'm annoyed because Glenn Howerton actually like he's all Juilliard and shit, like he actually can like dance and sing pretty well, so every now and then they kind of like I I remember that basically from the character, um and, uh, uh but since I just put him singing, you're the Wind beneath my wings to Mac. <laughs> <laughs> like on Friday night, because that was you. I was like so mad that it was after you had gone to sleep. I was I know, like, right? nice to wake up to them." Also, because I am Mac, only one percent of me is Mac. Don't worry, it's kind of like he hates, like he hates abortion. He's super Catholic and stupid and closet gay and everything else. But he still is personality wise somehow me. Just the specifics are not the same so like he's singing to Mac you're the wind beneath my wings and like Mac's little face and I was <laughs> like oh my god this is me and Leslie very much so um so yes. I took the video for her and since I just did that on Friday I was like let me save this place to mention because everyone's gonna murder me I go through my Instagram story like every time they do something that I'm like dying laughing I, re- I rewind the 10 seconds <laughs> recorded. It. it's so stupid so that's been my life the past two weeks because I need to just be absorbed into some Thing you know that's that mm-hmm. ease that takes no like energy from me. I can just like hit play and <laughs> get, like flopped on my bed. Um, also because things are just like stressful that I don't know you know what's happening next year and all that. So that's not really a shout out because the show is like starting to film its 13th season. So I'm pretty sure people have heard of it. If you've never given a shot, it's completely satire. It is completely horrible, but maybe you <laughs> appreciate the humor, you know. And everyone's adorable and know that, you know, so there's some great couples on there. <laughs> I especially love Caitlin and Mac that they their characters don't remotely get along. And it's just oh, it's so cute because they... Or very much in love um but um so that's not really a shout out but like it is <laughs> I think my other kind of sugar baker moment was that I went to um a cool what do we what do we call these stores that are like pagany new agey like crystals and sh- candles and shit maybe new new age I mean it's not because it's like ancient things but you know those kind of places that you go in and they're usually like kind of dark and there's like crystals and like incense and um there may be like a tarot card reader and stuff like that uh there was one here that I've been wanting to check out forever and I had a friend who I know loves um some of the same kind of witchy stuff that I do who's had kind of a rough winter and I was talking to her about um like wanting to send her some some stones and stuff cuz she likes them and kind of send some good like southern california like sun sunshine vibes with them you know because she was excited about okay winter's over and <laughs> i mean but like yeah anyway so i was like oh i w- i wanted an excuse to check out this store so uh, i'll go check it out it's called the green man store in hollywood i think it's north hollywood i don't know mm-hmm. it's in hollywood and it was really a cool space very small um so there wasn't like too much going on but they they do teach classes there on like you know mystical spiritual stuff and but like the door was really old <laughs> and like mm-hmm. there were like beautiful like carved um uh metal skulls and stuff in the window and it looked kind of like a like an old shoppy you know <laughs> kind of thing um So that was kind of cool. That's a little shout-out to them, that they were super friendly. They had exactly what I wanted. I was impressed by the amount of stock they had. And um, they're a place that I may go for some – I like to – newly, it's not something I've always done, but I like to um, kind of observe the solstices, the winter solstice, the spring solstice, all that kind of stuff. And sometimes they have little – stuff there to do that. So it's something I might be, I know exactly. It's something I've had to, you know, as a chaplain, you kind of tap into your spirituality and I'm like, I really do appreciate the change of seasons and stuff. And so I've been doing some, you know, little ritually kind of spiritual things with that. So they have also supplies like, you know, like essential oils and herbs and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, not maybe not some something that our (laughs) our listeners are that interested in, but who knows, maybe. I mean I came up from Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm into it, so who knows? (laughs) Maybe some people would be interested in that. Yeah. Should we um talk about our episode? Yeah, what did we watch this week? So we are still in season four. (laughs) (laughs) Still not even like we're close to the end but not really um but it just keeps going this is a fun we're on the last disc okay Mm -hmm. i sent you season five right yep okay good (laughs) making sure we're set (laughs) ready (laughs) because i had a moment i was like oh my gosh we are over and she's not we're not ready for the next (laughs) (sighs) we're gonna keep going we're gonna go to the end (laughs) um uh, season four episode 23 all right um, Suzanne goes looking for a friend, which first aired April 9th, 1990. We've surpassed it. At one point, weren't we like behind in the month? Yeah,
1: they must have taken a little break because we're closer now.
0: Yeah, they took a break and we took a break. And here we go. Um, a former beauty queen announces her qu- quote coming out, causing a confused <laughs> Suzanne to think she's the world's oldest debutante. Uh oh, who's Dana? I don't know. I wonder if she was the waitress. Um they don't have Eugenia. Oh, maybe. Yeah, they don't have e- Eugenia in from TV guide, so I'm sorry mm. about that. Um yeah, this is a uh, ridiculous episode as you warned me when I woke <laughs> up. <laughs> but I I enjoyed it. I did too. They they had some important things they said, I guess, you know. Mhm. So what happened?
1: Um, so we started Sugar Bakers as per mm-hmm. usual. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlene is looking at a, a little book she's assembled of Olivia's p- baby pictures so far. Mm, she's yeah. talking about toys and how t- Bill bought her this little tea set. And Marjorie's like, hmm, that's kind of an odd pres- present for a future governor.
0: Look, it is not. No, <laughs> I know she's trying to say, like, let's not be sexist, but also let's not be sexist about future governors.
1: I know. exactly. I like from.
0: Come on. Exactly. I like tea.
1: Um on. and Charlene's like, well, we can't get her a little baby briefcase. They don't make them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they should. And I bet then they do. Mary Jo
1: talks about how difficult it can be to keep gender out of the toy box and yeah. like how she tried to balance it. Um, and every time she would get Claudia a doll, she would get her a Matchbox car. And every time she got Quint a ball, she'd get him some little artsy thing. And Julia asks what happened, and she said they swapped toys. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and Anthony says something that I totally don't agree with and I wrote gross at the end of it. Um, he says, you can't fight chromosomes. Little girls like girl things and little boys like little boy things. Come on. Like, mm. No. And Julia's like, no, that's not always true. And he's like, well, most of my toys are passed on to me from girl cousins <laughs> and it ter- I turn them into little boy toys. You know, Barbie mm-hmm. makes one fine missile when you launch it with a slingshot. Maybe he was just violent. Maybe he was just <laughs> violent,
0: but also Barbie's horrible. So we can, yeah, we can go ahead and <laughs> <laughs> slingshot her, yeah. And then, excuse me. Oh no! Sorry. Sorry, drugs.
1: Um, Suzanne comes in <laughs> and um, she's got an extra ticket to this charity benefit, uh, the Theater of Stars. And Mary Jo like, hmm, that seems like a great way to raise money. Give away <laughs> tickets to charity events, yeah. And Suzanne's like, no, see, they give free tickets to local celebrities like me. And then everyone else wants to go because we're, I'm there. Mary's like, yes, I'm familiar with this tactic. And then she like does her broadcast voice or whatever. And she's like, attention, Kmart shoppers. Suzanne Sugarbaker has been spotted in aisle five. <laughs> um, and so Charlene, sassy. Yeah. And Charlene says, you can go ahead and take me out of the running. Like, I don't have enough time with Bill and Olivia as it is. And then Mary Jo says you can count her out, too. She has to help Quint finish his science project. They are painting the digestive system tonight. And Suzanne's like, well, Julie, I guess it's just you and me. And Julie's like, nope. <laughs> that's the only night Reese and I have together this week. And we want to stay in.
0: Mm-hmm. And Suzanne's, that's like, that's adorable. Starts,
1: I think it's cute. Netflix and,
0: and chill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Suzanne is annoyed because they always have something else to do yeah um, and Angela's like you know we have we have other things like we have our own lives to lead like everything doesn't revolve around you and mm-hmm. Suzanne's like well I think that stinks yeah I <laughs> love that and Charlene's like why don't you call up some of your other girlfriends and Suzanne says she doesn't have any other girlfriends like they're it mm-hmm. and Charlene's like oh I'm sorry I didn't mean to hurt your feelings and yeah. Suzanne's like you didn't hurt my feelings you know I got used to that a long time ago other women are just jealous of my looks Let's face it, all this friendship stuff is just an excuse for women to borrow each other's accessories.
0: I laughed out loud and thought of like, I did. you with that. I was like, we haven't borrowed any accessories. Ex- like, I think I borrowed no. niche socks once. <laughs> or something like that. Like, we don't do I have <laughs> lost an opportunity. Why have I not been stealing all your I shit? I
1: did- missed opportunity. Well, you you were
0: upstairs. I could have gone up there and right there. stolen all kinds <laughs> of jewelry and used
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Julia says I'm sure somewhere in that Large black address book you have There is one woman who would spend the evening with you And not snatch out your earrings Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah
1: And she's like well She starts looking through it She's like well you know I don't want a complete dog But I also don't want someone who would take the male attention Away from me Hmm. And she starts reading off names These lovely southern names Uh, Biddy Carson who (laughs) was Miss Congeniality two years running Mm-hmm. She's a little bit slow, but I like that in a woman. Um, Marion Beckwer- Beckwith Baker. Um, she said, that like girl it. is a wizard with Dippity-Doo. What, what is Dippity-Doo? I don't even know what that is. Oh, dang <laughs> I it. assume okay. it's some sort of like hair gel or something, but I don't, I don't
0: No. Know. Oh, probably. Because do like hairdo.
1: Yeah. You That's the only thing smart. I can think of. I don't know. I've never heard of it. I couldn't figure it out at all. <laughs> and then she gets to Eugenia Weeks. Uh, and she says, you know, I trusted her to spray my backside before the competition. Mary just like what? Mm-hmm. And she says, you know, spray my backside with glue so my suit won't ride up. Mm-hmm. And Mary just like, well, if that's not clo- up up close and personal, I don't know what is. <laughs> and Charlene's like, oh, you know, isn't she that weather girl who replaced the guy who always used to so- shout? And then she like puts her hand around her mouth, like, hello, Georgia. <laughs> and uh, Julia's like, yeah, she's she's wrong a lot. <laughs> And Suzanne's like What does she know about the weather She tap danced in toe shoes She was gonna yeah. twirl a baton while she did it But then that didn't happen And Mary Jo Sassy Oh she decided yeah. to go with a monologue from Hedda Gabler And said did she Shut up <laughs> And Suzanne's like if you must know She gave them to me Which this this will come back as a joke later um, yeah. She said just as Will Schreiner Was reading up my name Eugenia ran up to me And put her fire batons in my hands I needed them more than she did uh, I went on to win And she didn't even make the final She sacrificed herself for me mm-hmm. And the kind, uh, wants, huh? the kind of friend she wants huh? That's the kind of friend she wants And Charlie's like oh I think that's sweet And Suzanne says you know I like to pay people back Mostly it's the people who do mean things to me But you know there's no reason You can't pay them back for nice things too Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Suzanne says she may have lost that contest, but 15 years later, she's going to get a prize. She's going to get to be oh my, my God. friend, oh my at least God. for a night. <laughs> oh, my God. And Mary Jo's like, makes you wonder what second prize is, doesn't it? <laughs> hmm. And uh, so later, they're talking about it, and Charlene says, oh, I wonder which lucky woman won the the prize to spend an evening with Suzanne. Mary Jo is talking about well you know, all the the people she was talking about and, like, spraying her backside and stuff. My money's on the weather girl. And Julia says, isn't it just like Suzanne to call three women out of the blue after 15 years and expect them to be her friend for an evening? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. I
0: love her, like, view of the world.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's horrible for everyone else, but, man, it sounds, like, wonderful for her.
1: For her, yeah, it's (laughs) great. (laughs) Yeah. And Mary Jo's like, I don't know, it might work, you know. She and all of her ilk operate in a different world than we do. The pageant mm-hmm. zone. Maybe they've just been sitting there waiting for her to call all this time. Um, and mm. then Suzanne brings in Eugenia Weeks and introduces her around. Uh, Charlene's super excited and specifically compliments her on the way she talks about the weather map and does like this imitation of hers. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anthony comes in and says hello and Suzanne introduces him as the ex-con she rehabilitated. Immediately immediately calm down and he asks her about that storm they were supposed to get that they never got and she says oh well you know it took another path um but you know there's another one coming and he's like oh you know i'll be prepared that's something suzanne emphasized when she rehabilitated me (laughs) Mm -hmm. um i'm glad he got her back (laughs) (laughs) yes and so they're talking about the charity thing and how it was really good. And now Eugenia is going to take her to the Atlanta broadcasters dinner, you know, in exchange to say like, thank you for inviting her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Charlene gets super excited. She's like, Oh, you know, you'll get to see all the local celebrity people. And <laughs> Suzanne's like, yeah. And they're going to get to and see get me. To see Isn't me? it wonderful? Oh my God. Um, and then Mary Jo says, or And then they're talking about how like you know like no time it feels like no time has passed like they're just like picking back up where they went mm-hmm. and Mary Jo says oh Which I guess so when you cute s- it made me yeah. think of my
0: friend when I moved out here that we we're like man we haven't known each other for 15 years we just picked right the hell up <laughs> and then she moved to Montreal
1: but we had and a good then month she was gone. <laughs> but it was a good month <laughs> we still talk but it was like it was just so cute oh, that is anyway cute. yeah. And then Mary jo was like, well, I guess when you spray glue on somebody's behind, you're bonded for life.
0: Heck yeah. Oh, I bonded.
1: Bonded. And Think so they're that. still talking about this broadcaster's dinner. And Eugenia is telling them, you know, that she she's so excited that Suzanne called because she didn't want to go alone. And she and her lover just broke up a few weeks ago. <laughs> Look, like, OK. Mm. OK. You
0: caught lover. I was just like. Did they used to use that more in 1990? <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't
1: get it. She said it, and I'm like, I need to find the Liz Lemon gif where she's like, the only time I want to hear the word lover is between meat and pizza.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> same, Liz Lemon. Same. Oh, man. <laughs> Funny. Um, and then Eugenia's like, yeah. And they were like, oh, you know, you broke up. I'm so sorry. She's like, yeah, you know, relationships are hard. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't even go to the pink giraffe for lunch without everyone hitting on me. And I was like, "That's another clue. That's got a weird name." Um, I, I just, again didn't get it. It
0: just saw, just saw Julia's reaction.
1: It was just <laughs> like, I was just, funny.
0: I was blissfully ignorant. I had no idea what was happening.
1: She's like the pink giraffe. Yeah. And Suzanne's like, "Oh, I know. Me too. I can't go into restaurants without everybody talking and hitting me up either." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I just, I know everybody, and everybody knows me." And mm-hmm. then Eugenia talks about how she's really looking forward to it. And the only place she goes lately are work and of course her sisters and Sappho meetings.
0: That's when I said, that bitch is gay. (laughs) Or whatever I said that I texted you. Like I yelled I was like, "Oh, you gay. She's
1: gay. You gay though. And Charlene's face is priceless when Mm -hmm. she says sisters and Sappho. Mm -hmm. Uh, Suzanne is oblivious of course. Uh, Mm -hmm. She's not paying any attention to anything but herself. And she wouldn't know what any of that was anyway. Um, And Eugenia says again how glad she is that, you know, Suzanne called. She's like, no one else in the pageant circuit will have anything to do with me since I came out. And Suzanne's <gasps> like, oh, that's just nonsense. I think it's great you came out. I don't know why you didn't do it in your teens, but hey, better late than never. I She's honestly, thinking about debutantes. I thought catillions.
0: she was on board. I'm dumb.
1: <laughs> 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 Forgot who my who was talking. Yeah. Who was talking? Yeah. And uh Eugene's like, oh, bless your heart. You know, it was a pleasure meeting all of you. I'll see you later. And then Suzanne's like, oh, isn't she a sweetheart? You know, of all the women um, in the world, were like her, I'd have no trouble finding a girlfriend. And Mary just says, I think that's the understatement of the decade. And they're all just like mm-hmm. losing their shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, Julie's like, oh man, you know, I'm pl- pleasantly surprised at you being so open minded, Suzanne. <laughs> and um, Suzanne's yeah. like, I don't, I just don't understand why everyone else is like so down on her because she came so out so funny. late. Like some beauty queens can be a little petty, but I mean, what do I care if she's the world's oldest living debutante? It's not it. Mary Jo's like, I don't, I don't think that's what she meant by coming out. Mm-mm. anthony's like suzanne you do realize like she swings the other way and suzanne's nope. like sure wait what does that mean <laughs> mm-hmm. nope and julia says eugenia is a lesbian mm-hmm. and suzanne says i can't believe you you just met her and already you're bad mouthing her like, i can't not believe bad mouthing her she told nope. us Suzanne so says when did she tell us Mary Jo says, "Well, you know, most heterosexual people do don't go around referring to their partner as their lover. Also, the pink giraffe is a lesbian weird. bar and restaurant.
0: Mm-hmm. So this is a thing. You read much more lesbian fiction than I. So we say lover t- a lot more in lesbian life. Is that what? Happens? Not
1: in the books that I read, but I don't. Oh. Some some of them, I guess. I try. I tend to gloss over it too because I don't like that word. So Me, they yeah, may say it. Right, and I just like it's,
0: not, it's pizza. It's
1: pizza." Pizza. are you getting a pizza don't say mm-hmm. it <laughs> mm-hmm. um and Suzanne's like well how do you know and Anthony's like oh Suzanne everybody knows that and Charlene says I didn't until Bill and I went there one Sunday for brunch mm-hmm. I love her uh and Suzanne says that's ridiculous Who ever heard of I a lesbian a of debutante brunch. oh my god there should and I bet there are some I hope I'm so. sure there are Hope and so. Julia says, "When when she said coming out, she didn't mean it a cotillion. Or no, Mary Jo, sorry, she didn't mean mm-hmm. it a cotillion. She meant out of the closet." Mm-hmm. What do you think she meant? Like meant when she mentioned Sappho? Mm-hmm. And Suzanne says, "I don't know. I thought it was a detergent." <laughs> Julia's like, "No, it's not. S- <sighs> no, it's a woman." <laughs> yeah. And Suzanne says, "In true Suzanne fashion, is she somebody's maid?" <laughs> And Julia's like, no, she's a famous Greek A famous Mm -hmm. Greek poet And famous Greek lesbian Mm -hmm. And Suzanne says, well, excuse me I'm not up on homosexual history And the latest lesbian lingo The latest lesbian lesbian lingo lingo. And uh, she's like, man I can't believe I trusted her to spray glue On my backside She probably liked it There we go, making assumptions that just because someone is interested in the same sex,
0: they're interested in you. I'm totally surprised that Suzanne didn't make a joke that, like, her butt made her gay. <laughs> I'm so surprised. Oh, that that, was, that that's they a did missed opportunity. I was Mist like, oh, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, we'll get into it in the sauna. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Suzanne's like, what do you think she meant by that little hug she gave me at the door? And Julie's like, oh she probably God. just meant thank you for being a supportive friend and accepting her for what she is. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne's like you know it's one thing to go to the theater With her like at least it was dark there But what's everyone going to think if I go to dinner With her and then go to the, the, the like Broadcasters and everybody sees me with her I just I can't do it mm-hmm. And Mary Jo's like <sighs> You know she just You want to repay her for Like going with you to the thing And also like she just wants yeah. a friend Yeah And so they're supposed to have Drinks that night and Suzanne doesn't even want to go to that. She's like, you know, she wants me to meet her at a bar. And she assumes now that it's a lesbian bar. And Mary's just like, calm down. It's the 90s. And Suzanne <laughs> That said, made me
0: laugh so much. I was like, that's how old this show is. It's yeah, the 90s. It's the like, 90s. All right.
1: And then Suzanne says, yeah, well, it's not the gay 90s. And I cracked up. <laughs> and... um. Suzanne says Anthony would you go to a lesbian bar and Anthony's like no Suzanne I'd be a little conspicuous (laughs) and Julia's like you know it doesn't matter you can just go and be friends like it doesn't matter where you go or what you do like you can literally just be friends and Mary Jo says she liked to think that she would go if invited and Charlene's like yeah I had pretty good ex Benedict at the pink giraffe it wasn't that big a deal I love that they actually
0: like had their they, uh, brunch yeah stayed <laughs> that they actually that stay they weren't like oh
1: no we shouldn't
0: be here yeah <laughs> <laughs> so good I love it
1: and Suzanne's like well that's different you had Bill with you like you wouldn't go with a woman and oh Suzanne's God, like sex. well you know I mean Charlene's like I might and I think you should too and Suzanne's like well I'm glad y'all are so enlightened and liberal and whatever you can just go with me it's at five o'clock and by the way the place we're meeting tonight is called Uncle Gertrude's so because of the name, they already assume Gertrude
0: Stein. Is that what bar. it is?
1: Oh, I don't know. Maybe.
0: I did it. It took me forever to realize what and why is it uncle and like what is going
1: on? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> that's what it is. Okay. And then we cut to this really nice place. Like it's got columns and Oh like, my god, it looks kind fancy. of like the Ivy
0: at um in um
1: Uh, Where I live
0: LA oh really the place called The Ivy the really cute one you know that I went with uh, my Friend Mm -hmm. Elizabeth it was like I mean That one's kind of over the top cute but it was kind of Remind me of that because it's so floral and like Oh I was like whoa this is not what a Like any bar looks like let alone a lesbian Bar I love it
1: (laughs) And then Suzanne's planning to tell Eugenia she's not going to make it to the dinner um, and she's like, what? If, she's like hyperventilating and she's like freaking out. And she's like, what if I just keel over of a heart attack like right now? The headline mm-hmm. would be former Miss Georgia dies at lesbian bar. Oh, my God. And Mary Jo's like, no, this is a nice place. It's very bright and airy. Like, not at all what I expected a lesbian bar to look like. I pictured. <laughs> and she describes a speakeasy in, oh my in God, the 1920s so so
0: with good.
1: pictures of tennis stars on the walls.
0: Oh my god, I miss the tennis stars. Oh no, because like <laughs> there were a lot of lesbian tennis stars in the '90s and '80s, huh? Yeah,
1: I yeah. guess so. Yeah, that's where. They and were. then Julia sees two men walk in, and she's like, "You know, if this is a lesbian bar, why are there two men?" And Charlene's like, "Julia, get hip. They're cross dressers. One get of them is hip. probably Uncle Gertrude." Oh my god, cro- get hip. They're crossdressers Okay, get we don't use hip. that word. But Also, that's get not hip.
0: <laughs> I can't do. Too much. Um, and the waitress no, comes up. And, they're just mm-hmm. guys. They're, they're just they're guys. Just, they're just
1: dudes. Just dudes. <laughs> and the fine. waitress comes up to take their order, and she, like, puts her hand on Charlene's shoulder, and she's like, oh, what do you have, sugar? And her immediate response is, I'm a mother. She's like, what? Oh, my God. She's like, I'm a nursing mother. I can't drink. I'll have a club soda, please. Mm, there you go. She, she turned that around pretty well. She did. She saved it. And then mm-hmm. Suzanne teases Charlene about having a girlfriend. And some woman keeps looking at Mary Joe, and she starts stressing out because she thinks that the woman is going to come hit on her. So she grabs Julia's hand and pulls it to her chest and she's like, Julia, pretend to be my girlfriend. Turns I out this woman find that adorable. Is, you're probably going to gift that right with a little yeah. cute
0: thing between them. <laughs> I love it.
1: So cute. And um, so she comes over and she it re- knows Mary Joe from the PTA and she's like, oh, you know, you're Quinn's mother. And her little girl goes to school with Quint, and Mary Jo uh, is very embarrassed when she realizes the woman is not trying to hit on her. She just legitimately knows her from PTA. And then she leaves, and she's like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. I'm so naive, for I know the whole PTA could be full of them. Like, what? First of all, to consider yourself, like, hip and liberal and progressive could be full of them. What? Them. Them. Them <laughs> and Full then them, Charlene that she would be if not okay with that. Oh my god! Yeah, and then Charlene, so polite. She's like, "Oh, I hope it's not rude to be at a gay bar and not be gay." I now, love you that know, that was
0: brought up.
1: Yeah, she's like, like "Hello." She's, she doesn't safe be spaces and in it.
0: the '90s were not; they were not as many safe spaces for anyone that was of any, you know, non-hetero leaning. So she did have a good point that it's like,
1: yeah, mm, yeah. And then she just keeps thinking about, like, sitting in this atmosphere, how homosexuals must feel to not be able to be their true selves in public. Yeah. And um, Mary Jo keeps talking about how awfully brave it was of little Tiffany's mother to come over here and just start talking. And she's like, and I just acted like a big jerk. You know, I'm fretting over, like, whether she's going to tell somebody that she saw me here. Like, why am I threatened? And then, of course, Suzanne Well, she made a pass at you. That's a threat to me. Oh, my God. But then this is the point where I was really like, oh, yeah. Like, that is
0: what so many people, particularly, like, men being afraid of gay men, is that they just, like, or, like, when the the context about uh, when we still had don't ask, don't tell type of stuff. Mm -hmm. It was, like, I just don't want you hitting on me. Like, I'm so confused. And maybe I'm sorry, listeners that feel this way. But, like, I'm so confused as to people who just automatically think That someone being interested in you, then they're the same sex, and you're not interested in the same sex. They're automatically, right? It's like that is such a threat to you that, like, oh no, someone who I would never be interested in might be interested in me, and they're going to hit on me, and I don't like that, so they shouldn't be allowed to have that interest in anybody. Like what?
1: Yeah, I don't. Strange. Like, and if you think about yourself, like, if you are a straight person, you think about like, and you're threatened by that, and you think about like. As a straight person, like, if it's a dude, like, you're not attracted to every woman who walks on, yeah, on the face of the that's earth. That's what I
0: don't understand. It makes no like, sense that it's, like, that's not how it works, bro.
1: Yeah. <sighs> like, I had a really close friend come out to me when we were, like, 13, I think. And, like, mm-hmm. never did it cross my mind that she was telling me because she was interested in me. Never. Like, not I didn't. I was just like, oh, cool, you're comfortable telling me this. Awesome. <laughs> like, and then we I, moved
0: on. Unless someone has said something pretty like it's like a joke but like it's not i've never thought that anyone was just like hating on me or into me automatically like that like what yeah kind of weird jaded every, uh, <laughs> is everyone that's hetero suzanne is that what it is it must be what it is <laughs> <laughs> they're just like clearly they just like
1: want me you know mm, i'm like what is wrong yeah. with you no <laughs> oh, anyway so and then so and then julia brings up the point she's like you know we should treat this like any regular situation like if someone hits on us we should treat it just like a man hitting on us yes, like if we hello. are not interested we're mm-hmm. like thanks but no thanks yeah. you know and uh suzanne's like she starts going off and she's like no you know i've seen enough of those women in prison movies to know those big girls don't take no for an answer those big
0: girls well she had that like she didn't she have a masseuse or some point or something like that that was like oh, a yeah. large like <laughs> eastern european lesbian yes. or something so funny <laughs>
1: And oh, then um, Eugenia arrives and she sits down and just starts chatting. And she's like, oh, you know, I have a really good idea. Why don't we just take the afternoon tomorrow after we go to lunch? Let's go buy some new dresses oh, for so the dinner cute. and just hang Baddies. out. Yeah. And Suzanne's like super uncomfortable. And she like starts to tell her that she can't make it. But then Eugenia mm-hmm. kind of notices how uncomfortable they all are. Mm. And she's like, you know, something wrong. And Julia's like, well, you know, we're just we're a little bit unnerved. This is our first time in a gay bar. And Eugenia's like, gay bar? What gave you that idea? Like I wouldn't. No, I would not take you, all you straight <laughs> I'm ladies, so glad, that to is the a gay bar. Gay bar. <laughs> it's the
0: weirdest gay bar.
1: And then it hits oh, Mary Joe that little Tiffany's mom is not in a gay bar, and she's like, nope. "Oh no, no, I'm so embarrassed." I'm so numb. because you treat her
0: like. The, I mean, like, look, hello, guys, wake up at how you're treating people.
1: Yeah, and then Eugenia says, "No, no, this place is straight," mm-hmm. and Mary Joe's like. Well, now, Julia, at least you don't have to pretend to be my girlfriend anymore. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> ah, they're
0: secretly in love, whatever.
1: Uh, yeah, they are. And then we cut to Sugar Baker's the next day, and Eugenia is on the television telling the weather, and Susanna sh- keeps trying to call her, and Charlene walks by and's like, Don't listen to her, she's always wrong. And then. Julia's like, well, she's always wrong. Why do you listen to her? And she's like, no, no, no. She's always wrong. So you just listen to what she says and then you do the opposite thing. Mm -hmm. And then you're fine. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And Julia's like, what if I did something even more radical? Like, what if I just looked out the window?
0: (sighs) Well, you know what kind of annoys me is it was was actually when she responded to Anthony, she sounded intelligent. She was like, well, we were... Following that storm, this is what happened. is it stop and talked put about rain and on and our... stuff? And yeah, exactly. But she, yeah, the, exactly. She sounded completely like she does know. So kind of dumb that they continued that joke. But whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then Suzanne's still trying to call her, and Julia's like, you know, why don't you just go? Like most people probably don't even know she's gay. Like it's not a big deal. And um, Suzanne says. Um, well, now I have a better reason to not go. It's not just because she's gay. It's because she's in love with me. It's plain oh as a pig in a parlor. Uh, R.I.P. Noel. But- <laughs> okay. yeah. Noel. Yeah. yeah nice but, you. like,
0: come on, guys.
1: And Suzanne's like, she calls me on the phone. She laughs at my jokes. She invites me to places. You know, shit that, like, friends do. Mm-hmm. And Charlene's like, oh, that is suspicious. And Mary just like, please don't hurt her feelings. She's saying, she's just being nice. I know. And Julia she's, everyone's asks,
0: been so mean to her. Jeez. Yeah.
1: And she's got like a friend now, but she doesn't yeah. want to be her friend. And Julia yeah. asks her if she's going. And she's like, you know, nope. I'm just going to go and hang out at my health club and lay low for a few days. Jeez. And they're like, what? And she's like, yeah, Miss Stormfront will get the message. That's rude. Miss Stormfront. And Charlene's like, wait, I thought you were having lunch today. Like, how's she going to get a hold of you? And mm-hmm. Suzanne says she won't. That's Before why I'm cell hiding phones. out. Mm-hmm. Before mm-hmm. cell phones. Mm-hmm. Mary Jo's like, what are we supposed to tell her when she shows up here looking for you? And she's like, I don't know. Tell her I moved to Japan to be near mother. And she's like, out the door.
0: <laughs> the last time, like, <laughs> I mean, not last time. The first time she's been mentioned in, like, forever. <laughs> yeah. she's still in Japan.
1: Since oh, they went man. to Japan and got mm-hmm. Stranded um mm-hmm. and anthony's like man i was kind of hoping that would work out so suzanne would stop considering me her best girlfriend that's a role i would happily relinquish mm-hmm. and Marys just like sorry anthony looks like you're gonna retain your status and then we cut to the steam room at the health club suzanne's sitting there with this old lady like the old lady's on the other side and then eugenia comes in. <laughs> yeah they're not like together <laughs> no <laughs> she's and- just hanging out Yeah, she's like, Oh, you know, we need to talk. And Suzanne's like, Nope, I don't want to talk about it. Like, not at all. Mm -mm. And she's like, You know, Eugenia, and Eugenia comes to like sit down next to her. And Suzanne moves and she's like, You know, you got to try to control yourself. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to let you down easy. Control yourself. Control yourself. (laughs) Control Uh, yourself, woman. I like you, but not in that way. Uh, (laughs) I'm never going to be in love with you. And I hope you can pick up the shreds of your life and carry on. (laughs) She's so dramatic. And Eugenia's like, is that what you're worried about?
0: Also, like, shout out to how many Easter colored towels they each have. So many
1: pastels.
0: Three each, and the lady has like two. Like that is so many.
1: (laughs) That was like a lot. Theme is on point. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) and uh, she's like, is that what you're worried about? Like, Suzanne, Mm -hmm. I know you're straight. She's like, how can you tell? And Eugenia says, radar. (laughs) Yeah. And Suzanne's like, well, I'm glad it shows. And she's like, Suzanne, gay people are not out to convert the rest of the world. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just your friend. And even Mm -hmm. though I'm free at the moment, it doesn't mean I'm desperate enough to go barking up the wrong tree. Mm -hmm. And Suzanne's like, "Um," she's like, do you get it? And she's like, yeah, you don't find me attractive. She's like, you're a nut. You're a nice nut. (laughs) You're a nut. (laughs) And Suzanne's like, oh, you probably go for the more masculine type. Oh, my God. Uh, Rude. And the old lady is like, "That's enough. There should be three saunas in here: one for men, one for women, and one for people like you. I'm never coming here again." This bitch, that bitch, rude. That's right. Get out then if you don't like it. Mm -hmm. And Suzanne like goes after her and like screams out the window, like, "Who cares what you think? You got more problems than lesbians in your sauna."
0: I love that. I kind of like that as also like a euphemism: lesbians in your sauna. Yeah, I like, like it. It's a problem. Oh, it's so good.
1: Hey, <laughs> I, I hate idiots. It's great. It's great. And then Suzanne's mm-hmm. like, oh, I guess, you know, you have to put up with a lot of that stuff, huh? Mm-hmm. And Eugenia's like, oh, not too much. It only hurts when it comes from friends. But and pointed. Yeah, <laughs> like staring at her. And then mm-hmm. Suzanne's like, I hope you don't think I'm like that. I mean, I can accept you. I just don't want you to direct it towards me <laughs> like, again. <Suzanne. sighs> Woman. And uh, Eugenia is like, I assure you, that's the last thing on my mind. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne's like, well, you don't have to be insulting about it. I mean, what is it you people actually do? This question. I. This question. Oh, okay. Okay. Side note. Sorry. Off track. Mm-hmm. In the movie Eulogy. <laughs> oh, so my God. Movie, oh, my God. Yes. All right. <laughs> um, Kelly Preston and, and Fomke Jansen are lesbians. And they're like. <sighs> you're going home to Kelly Preston's family for a funeral and Ray Romano plays her brother and he's just oh like God. like a dumb jerk with these like dumb jerk kids and they're all terrible but it's hilarious mm-hmm. and Famke Jansen's just sitting there drinking a beer on the porch and he's like so what is oh, it no. that y'all actually do wow and she's like what do we do and he's like trying to recover and he's like yeah you know like relationships." up she's like oh normally like we like to go to the movies and hang out and whatever. <laughs> just, like, normal people stuff. And he's, like, mm, not like, taking the bait. So, how are y'all physically? And it just keeps going. And, it always, mm-hmm. like, whenever this happens, like, it always reminds me of that scene.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love. It gets rude.
0: I love, uh, to be on a soapbox for just a second, how penis-run society, particularly, I guess, in America is, because that's the only one I have a really good frame of reference for, that... They know what happens between a man and a woman. No one's ever asked. Mm-hmm. No one ever asks a man and a woman what they do when they go home yeah, and have no sex. One... It's never a thing. They know what happens with two men, and often are quite intimidated like that there's going to be a penis. By it. Anywhere yeah. near anything you know it's like so that's the thing that's just like so funny but then people are like wait but with women like what happens do they're like just fascinated like, do you just like knit and bake scones and that's <laughs> how you have sex like what happens it's so funny I had um there was um you know I'm the only uh female resident at my location out of out of four which isn't a bad thing there there were more females involved at one point they dropped out um but females I sound like some creeper <laughs> women's um females uh but um it was funny that just because I'm on the soapbox anyway let's do this for just a second um <laughs> it was um this one of the the older you know, residents was saying I shouldn't say that he's older but it, it works for the context that he was upset that um with the Bill Cosby case and that he's uh, found guilty or whatever. He's like, Oh man. And like all the other men are like, Oh, this is so like sad. And then it was really sweet. One of the residents from the other location was like, I don't understand like how many people like said he was guilty before, like, you know, the, the victims that were coming forward before. And like, why did this take so long? I saw people talking about that too. And I was like, bro, you, you, you miss, um, You underestimate the amount of, like, uh, uh, patriarchy that we live under. It's not, this is, the wording is not good. But you (laughs) miss, you miss, you miss underestimate. You underestimate the patriarchy to just discount women, you Mm -hmm. know, like, like, how many of them have to speak mm -hmm, up before that like yeah that it's just that they'll they'll just going to discount whatever the whatever a woman says because it's against a man and i and i just like it was kind of on a soapbox i was like look i was just as sad because he was like one of my Mm -hmm. you know dudes growing up that i totally loved and then i was like and i realized i was like oh i'm standing with like a bunch of men who you know think of themselves maybe as a bit feminist but you don't realize what it's like to be on my side of the game mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically that like yeah it's sad But like what's more sad is that he was a monster That's what's really sad I'm not sad yeah. that his life is ruined But that he's no. a monster <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway so penises Continue lesbians <laughs> Let's talk about them
1: And so Eugenia says you know I think I'm actually a lot like you I do whatever's necessary To get yes. whatever I want out of a relationship yes. And Suzanne says You know that doesn't sound like the girl Who gave me her fire batons I love it. And Eugenia's like, oh, I thought they were out of juice. So funny. I didn't know they still lit up. She was. I thought if I could eliminate you, I could win the competition. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. Suzanne mentioned, I forgot to mention this at the beginning. But when she was telling the story about Eugenia, she was like, she was so sweet. Like my fire batons, like mysteriously vanished, Mm -hmm. and then she shows up with these. Mm -hmm. So coming back around to that,
0: I love it. They are alike. Just one happens to be a lesbian. I
1: love it. (laughs) So good. And Suzanne's like, you know, I think we are going to get along okay. Like, we are so a lot of like, she's like, and in fact, you know, if we go to round, if we go around together, like the dinner tonight, we could be the most beautiful women there and not cut into each other's territory. Mm-hmm. You can have yours, I can have mine. It'd be okay. Hello. And so yes. Eugenia's like, oh, okay, cool. So we're on for dinner, and she says yes. And Eugenia says, I think we're going to be friends. And so Suzanne cute. says, sure. Once I get my clothes on, look, I'm not oh going to go to any of those Sisters of Sapphire meetings with you that's Marvel. just strange yeah. but if we can put a man on the moon i can put one on you what do you say uh, we could do it
0: like this is the closing this is how they're walking out <laughs>
1: this is in credits I
0: had to if fuck we can up put a man moment. on the
1: moon i can put one on
0: you the hell she just totally under by having some stupid cheap jokes she totally undermined everything she just whole said
1: conversation I hate you sometimes. <laughs> I know. That's like, like you made all the, Suzanne on. though. Like she makes all this progress and that's then so she makes stupid. one comment and you're like, Suzanne, But it's no. like they were trying
0: to make a, j- I'm, I'm mad at the show that they're like kind of trying to make a joke like, ha ha, isn't Suzanne stupid? But it's like, come yeah. on. Yeah. I guess that, we're looking at it from 2018. <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't, we wouldn't do that anymore. We would let, we would let the characters just develop. Right. <laughs> nowadays. That's why all my favorite shows, you know, like, Parks and Rec and like Good Place and like Brooklyn Nine Nine and all that stuff. They let the characters develop. Yeah. They don't always have to be like two steps forward, eight steps back kind of thing. Right, we, exactly. It's, it's, we get to move forward. It's stupid. Did you have a favorite outfit though? I had a couple. Did you have? Any? Oh, good. Because I only had one. I was like watching this episode. And I was like, these outfits are horrible. I don't like anything, and then like I was almost like, well, if nothing else, the the towel <laughs> concoctions that were happening at the end were kind of fun. I did like, um, I actually liked Mary Jo's purple mm-hmm. outfit. It was in such a small part of it, but I did grab a, a yeah. screenshot that um, it's cute because her hair is kind of clipped up, but it's like floofy, you know. She has it looks like I don't know if that's her hair or huge earrings, um, <laughs> but she has like a like a purple like a like a grape purple dress on and a pretty purple scarf just kind of around her and i was like okay that actually looks pretty good
1: i like yeah i like that one yeah so that was one of my favorites (laughs) what was yours cool that was one of them and the other one was um she not the first scene because she's wearing the black and white in the first scene but like the second Mm -hmm. outfit mary joe has on um the dress is the yellow Yeah, like, I don't like that color, and it's, like, it's got no shape. It's long sleeves. It's very long. It's, like, no shape. But I really like the scarf, and I think it, like, (gasps) sets it off. It's, like, like blue and purple and red and green Mm -hmm. and yellow. It's, like, just kind of all blended together. And it has some sort of, like, drawing on it, like, (laughs) painted on with, like, black marks or something I don't know oh but I really goodness. like the scarf and I think it makes the dress less terrible um, I liked it too and, and I, when great. I saw
0: it I was like almost picking it and I was like this seems like one that Leslie would pick so let me keep looking <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah, the dress was like such a weird color it was just not good Yeah, hmm. I think I was more th- more won over by her scarf in my outfit too so it's just like shout mm-hmm. out to scarf.
1: yeah that scarf was good too so just good scarves all we around we also wear a lot of scarves between the two of us so we can appreciate the yes, scarf yes we do Yeah, Um,
0: I guess that's our episode, huh? I think that's our episode. Jeez, lesbians. Hopefully, we won't have lesbians too soon, so I can kind (laughs) of, (laughs) kind of chill out with our dumb commentary. (laughs) Oh man, my goodness. Uh, Leslie, where can people find us? I almost said lesbian.
1: <laughs> Lesbian. Where can people find us? Where can people find us? Everywhere. We are on the internet, obviously. Uh mm-hmm. we are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on iTunes and our Podbean site. We are Sugar Baker girls pretty much everywhere else, including Twitter, uh Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. If you do like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get yeah. your podcast. It does help. And We'd- um thanks for listening. We got
0: some some ratings like a year ago was when the last reviews were. So like we only have like we have a very small amount. So feel <laughs> free to like, you know, do that. If if you hate us, I guess I'd like to have more five stars than not. Because <laughs> some people did give us like three, which is fine. We're just a free podcast. We're self-produced, whatever. But like it didn't say anything. Why? They just did gave us three stars. The, the lovely and I know everyone that like did put in a fives and they like there's just so sweet and they actually talked about us and that's great, but like we don't know why the people didn't like us. <laughs> <from> the <laughs> ones that gave us there was like two people who gave us three. I was like, well, how are you supposed to improve from that? I don't know. <laughs> Although we have improved with sound, at least. You know, we got yeah, that we're shit taken care of. We have for, I think, like, a probably a year or so. Really kind of figured it out and mm-hmm. and um, been able to understand, like, how do we? Because we had to deal with me not having any kind of technology to my name and mm. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we're very niche. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all
1: right. Uh,
0: anyway, thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you. Oh, Thanks wait. for listening. Hmm? Next time we're going to be together.
1: We are. Oh. <gasps> spoilers spoilers <laughs> yes okay. get ready get ready
0: buckle up buckle everybody they're going to be <laughs> cats there's going to be it's going to be so great one couch is going to be fantastic one
1: couch <laughs> two folks two cats it's going to be it's great be great okay we'll
0: see you next time <laughs> you next or talk time. to you or whatever next time those things yeah <laughs> bye bye my Bye. my just need to We're not done yet. We're like, not done yet. <laughs> like with the season, it's so many episodes. It's-